Book Review Title, Heir of Ilaria, Ilaria No. 1 Author, Diane Schick Genre, Yes Slash Fantasy Rating Review, I have heard about this series for a while but never picked it up, after reading the intriguing synopsis and I decided now was the time. The opening to Heir of Ilaria was amazing and definitely opens the novel with a bang. We are introduced to our protagonist Wilona, who lives with her grandmother believing that her parents are dead and all she has left is an Ouroboros necklace which she is instructed to keep hidden at all times. One night she is out picking berries when she is cornered by two guards who serve the necromancer king, but nothing comes of this until she returns home. She informs her grandmother about the guards and she is going to tell Wilona something when they are attacked by royal guards but a woman appears and fights off the guards. She introduces herself as Saffron and she wears a bracelet identical to Wilona's necklace and is going to get her to safety and I have a feeling she is from the White Ravens, the organization the guard mentioned. After escaping with Saffron they end up at a safe house which is the home of Lady Genevieve. It is here that Saffron explains that Wilona is the daughter of King Augustus who was overthrown by the current king and the White Ravens have been protecting her since the death of her parents. She goes on to explain that her grandmother wasn't her grandmother but her governess and that her real name is Elisabetta although her parents called her Etta. Wilona can she herself in the tapestry of her father in his final battle and Saffron also tells her as long as the necromancer king is in power she is a danger to him and a price will be on her head, in order to prepare her for what is to come they need help. I'd like to note here that Wilona slash Etta's reactions during this are very realistic as they bounce back and forth between determination, grief, numbness, and helplessness which is how most of us would react in the same situation. As we approach the one-quarter mark in the novel, Saffron and Wilona spend three days with Lady Genevieve and in these three days Wilona gets a crash course on being a princess, learning everything from how to walk and eat correctly to interacting with other royals for the sole purpose of securing the White Raven's more allies in the inevitable battle that is to come with the Necromancer King. When they leave Lady Genevieve's home they are heading for another friend's home Sir Henry to teach Wilona diplomacy before heading to meet with the Ravens themselves. Wilona also learns about different people within the Ravens and the lengths the king will go to in order to be unchallenged and Wilona is a threat he can't afford. With Sir Henry, Wilona begins learning more and more about the political side of being a royal but she has made it clear that she doesn't want to be a leader and she suspects the Ravens might be planning to marry her off which she isn't ready for. But before that she learns she is going to meet with the kings of Sardinia and Gallia to try and secure alliance with them which she doesn't feel prepared for but she doesn't have a choice. Galia is also where her mother was born and her grandmother taught her the language of that country meaning that might be the easier visit. However, I have a feeling that Wilona is going to struggle with the fact she has to be Princess Etta all the time now but that person just doesn't feel right to her whereas Wilona does. As we cross the one-quarter mark in the novel, Wilona and Saffron are preparing to leave Sir Henry and he warns Wilona not to trust anyone and to rely on only herself and this message comes back to her when she enters the home of the White Ravens. She meets their leader Max, who claims to be her brother although he was born before their parents were married meaning he isn't eligible to take the throne but I have a feeling that is who the ravens are aiming to rule the kingdom not Etta. Max is also a member of the Order of the Dragon, meaning he is a sorcerer who can control fire, the only thing that can hold off the reapers and he is in a secret relationship with Saffron. Etta immediately doesn't warn to Max and has a bad feeling about him although she pushes it to the back of her mind because she is exhausted but already we can see members of the community wanting to defer to her because she is the true heir. Ashton is another sorcerer who has chosen to be her guide around the camp and she isn't dislikes him because of his attitude but when Max tests her for aptitude in magic and she passes Ashton is designated to train her as Max can't be around her long without getting frustrated. 
Over the next couple of days Etta learns both she and Max will be in political marriages which she doesn't want and I have a feeling Etta is going to forge alliances without offering herself as a prize and somehow surpass Max in her mastery of magic or raw ability. As we approach the halfway mark in the novel, Etta is trying to find out which element her magic aligns with as both Max and Ashton's magic aligns with fire but she is struggling. Ashton tells her adults find it hard but after a few drinks it is easier so he sneaks her out for a drink where they learn her magic is aligned with water but they attacked. Ashton uses his magic to protect her but Max isn't happy and basically tells her she has no business learning to fight as they are going to marry her off as soon as they can and the next day to heads out to try and set up an engagement. However, in the five days he is away Saffron agrees to train her and she manages to learn she shares her father's natural ability in archery and knife throwing. Etta begins training but it is revealed that there is a traitor inside the ravens and reapers attack the camp but between her and Ashton they get rid of them, although I believe it was more Etta as she unleashes a large burst of magic. Her brother tells her that she is going to be moved for three weeks before heading to Sardinia where she will marry the prince so she can't get involved with Ashton despite the fact she is falling in love with him but I have the feeling she isn't going to do what her brother wants. Master Edwards tells her that the necklace she carries marks her as the true heir as does her magic as the last person to wear that seal was her great-grandfather who was also the last water sorcerer. As we cross into the second half of the novel, Etta is being sent to the sorcerer trials with Saffron and Ashton as it protected by many magical enchantments so Etta should be safe there. However, before they even get there another group of reapers attacks them and together Ashton and Etta fight them off. After arriving at the trials Etta meet Ashton's friend Celeste and is instantly jealous of her but this is overshadowed when she meets Master Flanders whose own ability lets him see what element other sorcerers are aligned with. He tells her magic is actually called Arctic Fire and it is extremely rare as water sorcerers are the rarest of all. In fact, the only family known to have a water sorcerer in every generation was the royal family, the same one Etta came from. He also offers to help her control her magic so she is less likely to pass out after using it. During her training session with Master Flanders he tells her that she is stronger than her brother and he should be afraid, coupled with her dreams of being Queen of Alaria, Etta has decided she isn't going to marry the Prince Max arranged for her but she is going to fight with her own power and marry for love just like her parents. As we approach the three-quarters mark in the novel, the trials are attacked and at first everyone wants to get Etta out of there but knowing her power is stronger than her brother she is determined to stay and fight and it is her magic that turns the tide of the battle with her lightning strikes. However, People still die in the encounter and afterwards Master Flanders takes Etta and Saffron to a safe place to tell Saffron that Max shouldn't take the throne but Etta as her water alignment means that she is the only one that can stop the darkness. The darkness is seen as a fairy tale but older people like Master Flanders remember the signs of the darkness coming and it is beginning again and Saffron has to agree that she is better to take the throne than Max but this may be fueled by her feelings for him as he would be able to marry her if Etta was queen. Etta's plan comes full circle when the prince calls off their engagement as he has married in secret as their kingdom has allied with the necromancer king, which makes Max furious and he is even more angry when Etta reveals she can create arctic fire the only thing that can stop the reapers. A new plan is forged for them to attack the king while he thinks they are weak and to show them that the true heir to the kingdom is unafraid. After some training she is able to control her arctic fire and produce it a lot quicker than before and she also has numerous other spells in her arsenal now she is officially Master Flanders' apprentice and finally the day has arrived for the plan to be carried out. As we cross into the final section of the novel, Etta realizes that Max has lied to her and quickly returns to join the battle at a critical moment when no one else can use their magic. Etta gets rid of all the reapers and the king makes an appearance asking Etta to join him for dinner at his castle even offering her to bring a guest but not her brother. 
When she recounts the battle she declares she is taking Ashton to the dinner where they learn the truth about Max and his heritage. The king offers Edda to rule at his side but she refuses knowing now she is going to claim the throne for herself as it rightfully is. When they return she confronts Max who confirms what the king told her but he won't work with her as he wants the throne for himself and take his few followers with him but over a hundred more is there to support their queen. Overall, Heir of Alaria was a roller coaster journey and I honestly can't wait to read the rest of the series as soon as I can. Buy it here. Paperback slash hardcover, Amazon.co.uk Amazon.com. Kindle edition, Amazon.co.uk Amazon.com.